Hello, you're listening to the Hammersley Brothers e-commerce podcast. If some of our discussions and tips are working for you, why don't you grab a 15-minute call with us at ecommercecall.com. We'll see whether we can help scale your e-commerce business. We will quickly see if we're a fit or whether we can recommend someone else to get you where you need to go. The worst case is you'll have a fun 15-minute chat and regardless, you'll come away understanding a lot more about your business. Book a call at ecommercecall.com. Hello and welcome to the Hammersley Brothers e-commerce podcast. This week, Ian and I are diving into the reason to buy today rather than tomorrow. This kind of ties into the offer architecture we've talked about before, but it's an essential thing that we see missing on many e-commerce sites. So let's get started. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm good. Excellent. How are you good. doing? I'm good, yeah. Yeah, I'm all right. It's, um, well done. Obviously, we get... Congratulations <laughs> on being all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, just try, try. <laughs> been a year. Oh, well, is. we're recording this, this one. So this is the week before Christmas. And, and um, no, it's the, this is the Christmas week. It's on, it's on Friday. And um, I was doing the... Uh, the level one call, the mastermind group call. And I was like, say it's a call next week. And I worked out that was on Christmas, Christmas morning. And I was like, even though it wasn't for the UK, because obviously we're a, a day ahead. And I was like, Let's do it. Hmm. I don't think, I don't think my wife and kids, uh, kid, are going to be um, particularly uh, uh, happy about me diving off on Christmas morning. But so, but onwards we go, onwards we go. So anyway, to this today, we were going to cover well, we are going to cover um, the reason to buy today. Uh, and to be honest, I think, like, when I go to look at a website, people ask me to look at their websites a lot, obviously. And one of the things that they very rarely do is give me a reason to buy today. And um, I, I guess that's that's a big leaping point um, in terms of conversion rate. And the reason we, we talk about it is because if you've got people buying stuff on your website, then the almost buyers, which is a group of buyers who don't buy at the moment, they will tend to be maybe three or four times as big as the people that actually buy. And so if you're not going after the almost buyers, you're obviously leaving a lot of money on the table. And the way to get the almost buyers to buy is to have um, a reason to buy today. So that's what we want to talk about. And um, what what are your thoughts, Ian, on on that? Yes. So ultimately, this is a this is a conversion play, you know. And the stat it will it'll manifest itself. It will show. Will be in the the basket to checkout and the checkout to order stat. Mm. So if you've got a good ad to basket. Um, and you know you're trending, you know comfortably, you know over 10%. You've got a good ad to basket, but your basket to checkout or your checkout to order is low, or your basket to order is low. If you combine those two together, then you've, it, it often is that people are leaving things in the basket and they're not going any further. And the main reason people do that is not because there's something wrong with the website most of the time and that can be the case but most of the time it's because they're just not sure whether or not they want to buy they just don't know whether or not they should go and buy it or could they find it cheaper elsewhere or 
do they need it? Or, you know, should, I'm just going to put off. I'm going to wait. I'll, I'll decide. And then, and then of course, the, and they say, well, I'll come back later. And, of course, yeah. often they don't. And the, the key to it, and I, and I think, I don't know when we first came up with this. I'm sure it was me. It could have been you. It was. But the, genius. It could have been. I mean, yeah. I, I just sit what? here and kind of feed off your genius. So you just throw me these yeah. little drops. These little yeah, go and fix this. Like, oh, yeah. So the, the key, the, the key, they think the key here is that when you're trying to get your conversion rate up, you're trying to focus on the people that did everything that the buyers did, but they didn't buy. So let's just put that in context. You know, they, they, let's say everybody who bought typically came to your website three times over seven days. They spent six minutes on the site they did you know, looked at seven different pages they added to basket they you know they did they did everything that the buyers did but they didn't buy and it's those people that you want to focus on to get your conversion rate up not the people that came on your homepage and bounced off mm-hmm. or not the people that came onto your category page and didn't add to basket or didn't go any further and it's the people that did everything but the only thing they didn't do was they they didn't buy something stopped yeah. them or or they didn't have that reason to buy and that's where the offer architecture get, of trying to get people to buy now kicks in and there's two ways you get people to buy now it's either it, it's essentially you you give something that you're going to take away and you put the element of scarcity in place so the it's urgency and scarcity so you're trying to say well you know, if you were in a physical shop on the high street and you could see that somebody would come into the shop and they'd pick something up off the shelf and they were looking at it and they were studying it and they were deciding which one they wanted. And they said, yes, I want that one. And they put that in the basket and they walked over to the till and they, and you could see them just hovering. They stopped, you know, they're in, the, the, in just getting to the till. Something spooked them and you could see it going through their mind and they're reaching, they're looking out for help, and you're not there. But if you were there, but what would you say if you were physically could see this customer? You'd say something like, "Oh, yeah, that that is a really popular product. You know, they're flying out at the moment. Um, we're not sure when we're going to get the next lot of stock in, so you you know you don't miss out on that one. And actually, the the, the you know they're re- they're flying out so so well. I think I think there's a price increase coming. Um, so if you don't buy it today, the price might be going up. But if you know, and also don't worry, because if you don't buy it, you know, we'll you can bring it back next week. It's we'll, we'll swap you one. No quibbles, no no questions asked. You know, it's you know, it's you know, no problem. And it's it, but it's just giving them a reason to to take. Well, just that imagine, step. just imagine, Ian, if you had something in a basket, you, you bought, a, you found a nice water bottle, and you you're in a physical stop shop. You're walking over to the counter. And you just you see a window and you start looking out the window and you're like and you're standing there with this water bottle. And then whilst you're standing there, four or five people come up to you, go, Are you buying that bottle? Because I want, I'd like to buy it, and that's running out. Are you buying that bottle? Are you buying that bottle? Like you'd want to, you'd be like, Yeah, I'm buying that bottle. I'm getting that's it. Because mine. It's, it's it's mine. You know, you've 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 identified it. So, you know, if if you kind of if you kind of recreate that on the store then obviously people are going to want to buy it because they can see that it's the last one, lower stock, stuff stuff like that. But it doesn't have to be, I think, 
sometimes people read some of our stuff and they think, oh, you know, we've got a discount and, you know, I've got to do all that kind of stuff. And I, I don't want to be a discounter. And, and, you know, sure, we've got some models that do use discounting and we have grown, you know, some sites to multi-million, you know, with, with the discounting model. But at the same time, some of our projects and some of our clients and some of our websites don't want to discount and don't want to be a discounter. Well, just, just take a step back because that that is the most common thing we both hear in our in our working lives yeah um every day you know yeah. we, we hear every single day and there's something there's something that we just need to make really really clear about when we talk about offer architecture and give people reason to buy is that you can't do an offer architecture if you've not created desirability or convincibility first yeah yeah it just doesn't work so if you're selling an emotional lifestyle product you have to create desirability that's what the job is it's all about yeah. creating that desirability maybe making people fall in love with that that job to be done that wonderful lifestyle you're going to get by buying this amazing set of you know stoneware plates you know it's a, it, mm. it's a whole experience it's an emotive one if you're selling yeah. a problem solving rational purchase oh the other day we had someone who was selling cleaning like al got rid of algae and it's mm. you know it's about as problem solving rational purchases as you can get and the job there is it's all about convincibility and putting the element of doubt and anxiety in there that if you buy other yeah. stuff this has a mm. secret ingredient that's going to mean that the algae doesn't come back after yeah uh, yes it's, you're just, just using it once yeah. you're not just using it yeah, once you, you just get you know it's done this is incredible you know this is it and it's so it's about it's about that but then once you've done those two things so it's either desirability or convincibility sometimes you get a mix of both only then does anything around giving them the reason to buy now work mm. and if you you cannot bypass those steps and yet you say sorry i interrupted you mark it doesn't always have to be a, a physical monetary discount the reason a physical monetary discount tends to be used so much is because it's easy yeah. and you can apply it across your business immediately you don't have to start thinking about stuff but it doesn't have to be that way i mean we've had successes with lots of other methods haven't we yeah but i mean and just let's let's go back into the, the, the money discounting because a lot of business owners they go oh i don't want to discount because i don't want to be seen to be dis discounting all the time and yet they can see from their stats that people only buy one and a half times a year so how many times are they visiting the website during a year? You know, twice. And so therefore, how likely are those customers to realize that they're discounting more than more than once or twice a year? Because they don't have a need for that product more than twice a year. Mm. They've got very busy lives. They're very busy doing all their stuff, but they don't know. It might be sending them emails, but if they've not got a need for it, they'll just file it. You know, we we are so obsessed with our own e-commerce sites we're so into it that we think everybody sees it in the same way we do if people are only buying twice a year the, the likelihood that they come to the site and they find an offer they're not going to be pissed off that when they have to buy uh, a new pair of trousers that were actually on special they're not going to be oh my god i wish they weren't on special i wish that we weren't, weren't having a yeah. deal at the moment you know it's just not you know it's what? just not and, that, and the, not, and the not truth happen. of the matter is yeah the truth of the matter is people don't care about you as much as you think you know no, that you, no. they could go and buy that oak stool from 20 30 different places 
You know, just yeah. because they've bought bonds from you doesn't mean that you own them. You've got to work really I, hard. And you've got to give them a reason to buy from you again. Another thing that, that I hear is like, say, oh, if we, we do discounting, we put our prices up to discount down, then, you know, that's, you know, that's brand integrity and we don't have brand integrity. And it's like, well, you can still do offer architecture and still have brand integrity. Brand integrity comes from having great customer service, looking after your customers. If they have problems, sorting them out, giving them a great unboxing experience, making sure your, your, your quality of your, your, your products are good. Uh, the everything you stand for is you know is worth it and it's not about the it's not about the pricing architecture you can have great never, brand architecture integrity it's never about the price it's never about the price and you know brand integrity comes fundamentally from having customers mm. in the first place you've got to have customers in order to create a brand so if you haven't got yeah. any customers you can't do it the, you know the brand comes from when a customer becomes a customer and then you know they start to then fall in love with the brand over time, especially if they buy more yeah. than two, three times yeah. from it, you. Yeah, say you're selling clothes, the brand integrity comes from buying something you saw that looks good, getting it, wearing it, getting good compliments and having the job done. If you're completing the job done well, based on what you say, you have brand integrity. The price that you kind of bought it at, or the, the offer that you bought it for at the time, becomes very irrelevant after you know two three days when they bought the item the item then becomes something that they are used to achieve the job to be done and if you have a if you let's say you don't have any offer architecture and you sell the product at you know just just a price and you have no reason to buy today uh, and the product doesn't do the job to be done you have no brand equity anyway you haven't have any brand equity because it's 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 a crap product doesn't do what it's supposed to be doing so all we're talking about is, is, is if you want to make the business work online and you want to compete with the big boys on Facebook uh, advertising auctions and Google advertising auctions, you can't be the only one who's not got a reason to buy today because there only has to be one or two people who have a reason to buy today that are able to convert those you know, four times people that, that didn't buy, almost the almost buyers, because they're the ones that are going to be able to pay much much higher in the auctions and you're never never going to be why, able to compete with that yeah and that's why you know there's there's the very subtle differences um in the businesses you know the guys that get really big to the ones that don't and it's mm. all about the subtle differences around their 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 the value proposition and yeah. and of course google then starts to pick up that these these businesses are converting better so it gives them the traffic when it gives them the traffic, their click price goes down, their conversion rate goes up, and they just get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then it becomes harder and harder for you as a, as a competitor to get anywhere near them. And it's mm. all about this. It's about that, that value proposition, that reason to buy. And, it, you know, it, again, it's like going into the Trafford Centre, which is a massive shopping arcade. And the people who are listening in Singapore, we're apparently number two. Marketing podcast. Two marketing podcasts in Singapore. Yeah, I mean, you won't know if you're listening in Singapore what the traffic centre is. So I'll yeah. tell you, it's a small it's like, shed in the in back back in back of the yeah. garden. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, having we've both been to Singapore twice together, Mark, haven't we? And yeah, Singapore is one Singapore. one giant shopping arcade. It's like, like it's like the entire of Singapore. Yes, in, but. No, it's no. Yeah. That's that's probably 
not right. It's just basically a massive shopping mall and it's full of, I don't know, 200, 300 different stores. And, you know, it's like, you know, online is a bit like going into the travel center and everyone's selling the same stuff that you're selling. And, you know, you've got the customer who can then decide where they want to buy. You know, yeah. you, you have to work harder. And, and, and I think it's, it's absolutely key. I think the biggest worry is that people think, well, if I recruit a customer at a discount, when they come back again, they're going to expect a discount again. And I would say in response to that, two things. Number one, the average time people buy is one and a half times a year. And so they're not that they're not paying that much attention anyway. Mm. And the second thing is that you could easily architect your price so you can afford to to run these um, these types mm. of deals and promotions in your pricing architecture. That's the biggest lever that, uh, that your own brand has got. If it's your own branded products, the biggest lever is the pricing architecture. Mm. Mm. Isn't it? Yeah. So. So, OK, so we've told them, told everybody that they need to have a reason to buy today. Let's say you put your, tie your hands behind the back. You can't use discounting. Let's talk about the ways we have done that. You know, how, yeah. how are we giving people the reason to buy to buy now without without discounting? Go. Yeah. OK, well, without discounting, we've done we've done free gifts, gift with purchase. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, we have we've put the element of scarcity in there. So we were saying yeah. this is this is going to run out this is selling really well um, in terms of a stock stock messages there. Um, what else? Well, the other one. Well, the other obviously buy one, get one, get one, get something else, uh, get one free uh, kind of multi buys. Those kind of things have been good. We've actually done. I mean, way back we did uh, remember on the menswear one we did. You buy today and you get a free holiday. Do you remember that one? You it was like. I can't remember what it, yeah. how it worked, but if you bought you got, a certain amount, you got a free holiday for, for kind of X amount of vouchers again. Yeah, yeah, for holiday. Um, there was one where you entered a competition. There was ones for B two B, which we've done where you, if you think the, you know, let's say you're selling sewage piping, um, like, and you're selling to big companies B two B. The person who's buying the sewage piping is probably maybe a secretary. And what they want, what motivates them, is very different than sewage piping. So, you know, the the the, uh, the kind of like spend more than a certain amount, and you get this, you know, television, or you get this uh, new desk mouse, or something like that. So, thinking about who actually buys it, and in creating the incentive to say, well, if you buy today, um, you know, the secretary's kind of becomes, oh, I could keep that. That's a water cooler for the office. You know that. That, that motivates them. Whereas if you say, oh, if you buy these sewage pipes, you're going to get a new under, underground sewage thing free. And it's like, well, the, the, the secretary doesn't care about that because she no. just, she's just been told to buy, to refill these products. And therefore, they, she has a choice to go and look at three retailers and which one's she going to choose? It's the one that's going to give yeah. us a free water cool because that affects her life. And uh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I did assume the secretary was female then. I tried not to, and then eventually, eventually, I fell into the trap. And yes. or his water cooler would affect his office. There we go. Just being terribly woke. It's for everybody listening uh, in Singapore. Um, yeah. You're so going back to you've drifted off a bit there, and you went a lot into sewage treatment, which is <laughs> a bit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
the other easy ones to do is the is is free delivery as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. you've just got to give them an element to say, well, what would what would make this customer buy today? And the reason why you want to do it is because they may well have good intentions to come back. But of course, like many things in life, there's all sorts of distractions that happen at one time. You know, that you know they'll need they'll be bothered about tarmac and the drive, or there'll be some problem. You know, that something will happen. They won't come back. So you've got to give them a reason. And then once you figured out that reason, then you you all your remarketing and your emails and abandonment programs, of course, need to reinforce that reason. It all needs mm. to be consistent. So everything's got a consistent message across all yeah. of your channels. So I was just thinking of other ones that people have done. Um, people got, you know, buy this weekend, get an extended warranty by a year. That was another one yeah. I've seen. You know, things that, that things that, that people want, intangibles for existing customers. People have done um, double points weekend. Anything about bought this, you know, your points are worth twice as much this weekend, and anything you buy gets twice as much points. So yeah. you know, tweaking with your uh, incentives. Um, you know, like uh, giving people reason to buy today. It's like sending those emails saying there's been a price drop on the product for the 24 hours, you know, things that you've got in, in your basket. Those kind of emails obviously give people a reason to buy today because it's like, well, they might, might want to grab that or just letting you know there's only one one of these left stock that you've got yeah. in, your, in, your, in your basket. We're going to hold it for you for 20 minutes, um, but then we'll release it. So it's it's about diving into that and kind of thinking, says you know what is the reason why somebody would buy to, for me today so that i can get all these almost buyers because human human nature is that we believe whatever is in our conscious focus we believe that that, that we're going to be true to that so they'll, they'll probably many people will genuinely believe they're actually going to come back and buy at a later date they'll go like they found um you know some some bowl that they really like for the house it's perfect and they'll think, well, that's really good. That's definitely what I'm going to get for the lounge. That's absolutely wonderful. And then they have to go and pick the kids up from school or whatever. And then that then goes to from the short term memory into long term memory. And they don't have access to it and they can't remember what it was. And they, well, even though they want it, they go, right. well, I, if yeah. You, I just think if you, it's right, if the average site, e commerce site, converts at about 4%. So 96% of people don't buy. It's massive. And then if you think the main, you know, 10% of people coming out to basket. Yeah. You know, so the vast majority of people are, are just browsing around. It's so easy to pop in and out. And mm. But if you think, you know, if, if your site converted at 10%, I mean, that would be phenomenal. I mean, on, on average, you know, obviously if you're selling, you know, replenishment, repeat order stuff, that's fine. But it's it's about the what's the emotional trigger here mm. to get people to buy and, and yeah there's no magic wand you, there's nothing you can do to plug something in that's gonna that's gonna do this it's all about the emotion and the behavior and the motivation of of it yeah and one thing I would say especially for the people who are listening to this who are on the course on um, you know one of our programs. Um, there's the, the modules which we teach about, you know, finding the anxiety, finding those key anxieties, and then also the job to be done. Um, and also the getting the feedback, the getting the feedback technique, which I, which, which, which goes and in, interrogates the, the people who've just bought. The reasons you find from there will be the reasons, the reasons that almost put off the actual buyers will be the exact same reasons that actually put off the almost buyers. 
And so if you can really dive into that, you can then understand what your offer architecture might be. Because if people are kind of like, um, you know, worried about something like sizing or something like that, you know, then you could do by today we're doing extended returns or we're doing free free returns. You know, you know, you can dive into that with the offer architecture and kind of go, well, that's the anxiety, that's the the objection. So actually, rather than just giving that to everybody, I'm actually going to offer that as you know something as my reason to buy today. Because if you buy today, you get this. Um, because I know that's what you're worried about. So therefore, you know, yeah. that, that's what we that's what we're going to do. It's so, so it's so interesting that like, I mean, the, the, I think the, I think uncovering the anxiety, the jobs you've done is fascinating. And for for everybody who doesn't know what we do, essentially, is go and look at your, your reviews and your competitor reviews, normally three, four hundred of them. And we look at the ones that the, 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 the bad reviews and the good reviews and we categorize them in terms of what they hated and what they loved. And you, you essentially, every time you get a negative review, you say, well, what was it? Was it quality of product? Was it, um, uh, was it the fact that it was, it was difficult to, to, or it didn't fit properly or whatever. They'd be obviously, and you categorize yeah. them all and they do the same for what they loved. And then, and then that shows you what they're very anxious about and what they're worried about. And then on the, on the, what they love was, was what they felt of great experience. And you push mm-hmm. those two things and you make sure those, those that that's, that's the job to be done. And that's, that makes your marketing effortless and it pulls everything together. And, you know, I, I, you've got it, you've got it for first time buyers. You have to think very carefully about the positioning of it all and the, and the, the process people go through in their heads, you know, it's mm. very much around pushing the desirability or convincibility. It's about taking away those anxieties and then it's about giving them a reason to buy now. And, and this happens. Mm. I was sat on the sofa the other day uh, with, with Zoe and she was looking for bedding and she's on Facebook and she's, you know, we would look at whatever non Netflix on Facebook. She's going through the site and she, so up popped up popped something on Facebook. It's a really nice video, emotion, emotional video for bedding. I won't say the bedding company, but it was a really great emotional video that tapped into her. Wow, that that looked beautiful bedding. You know, I've got to go and check that out. She clicked on the site and she said, oh. They've got a there's, a there's a special special buy now, you know there's a deal and she didn't know mm. that this was the client that we were already strategizing with, and she's like, look here we, look at this there's amazing <laughs> bedding here we've got to get it and there's a, there's a there's a deal on now and I just started laughing because I just thought oh my god there it is right there yeah it's you know it work it works because. You know, the journey she'd gone through, she'd, she, you know, the desirability had been, had been made for her. You know, beautiful imagery, beautiful video, beautiful content. She'd found the product. Oh, yeah, I like that one. It, you know, it's, it's sateed and it's, you know, 200, 400 GSM, whatever. And then, she, oh, my God, they've got, a, they've got a deal on now. Got to get it. Got to do it. And like five minutes before, she'd never even thought about bedding. She wasn't mm. thinking about it. It was something on the periphery, but there it was, a great emotional, you know, tapped into her emotions, and there was the reason to buy. And then we spent, she spent 120 quid straight away. Which, yeah, yeah. It's the reason to buy today. And they, people look for it. They look for, they look for, they look for a, sorry, I'm going to, I've started, so I'll finish. Okay. 
So they look for a, a rational reason to justify their emotional purchase. And yes. so if we don't have a reason to buy today, we're never going to give them the rational reason because they've been convinced emotionally. It's just their rational side of it goes, that goes, ooh, is that a good time to buy today? You know, what, what should we be doing? And then as soon as they see that the reason to buy today, the rational thing is ticked, and then the emotion goes in and goes, oh, I'll just get that. That's right. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's right. you, you're, you're turning them into a spontaneous buyer. She wanted to do it, and she's looking for a reason to justify it. Yeah. And and, that yeah. Was, and, it, and it worked. It worked really, really well. And you know, yeah. this process can take a week, two weeks, three weeks, or it can be, you know, an absolute impulse, you know, 10 yeah, minute car thing. battery. Big car battery, yeah. do today. They've got an offer. Great. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. The Go offer on. is, yeah, get to work tomorrow. Guaranteed. Mm. We'll you know, be at your doorstep in the morning. And, yeah. you know, and, and so that's where you have to put the seed of doubt in there. But again, it's, it's the same. It's the same thing, isn't it? It's fascinating. Yeah. It's an emotional play. And you've got to have all these things in done and, you know, in line um, mm. to get it to work. And it's like, it's like the turbo. I mean, I was, that business I've just mentioned there, you know, they're fascinating. I mean, they, you know, they, 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 they'll do 30 million mm. this year. And it's nice. about, it's about the offer architecture. It's that feeling that there's a, and look, look mm. at, look at how well certain e-commerce businesses do during Black Friday, you know, in the Black mm. Friday week. And it's because there's, there's an offer architecture in place. Imagine but it's if also, it's also what we same... talked about last week. Hang on. We talked about business. Wait a minute. You, you, you spoke. Imagine True. if you could create that same feeling of excitement with urgency and scarcity that happened during Black Friday all year round. Imagine what yeah. that could do to your business. And up, but obviously, there's a lot of hype around Black Friday. People are generally get real. You know, they think it's a deal, even if it's not. You know, you just have to say Black Friday, and they go, "Oh, I better yeah. get it. Going to miss out." What I was going to say was that. That like with last week we did a one on business design and so you know they can take advantage of Black Friday because they've designed a business to be able to do it and make money. You know you you you've got to design into your business the ability to do that. You can't just rock up to Black Friday and then discount your prices. Based, yeah. You know it's because you lose money. Yeah, you have to set so it you, out from the start. Mm -hmm. Set your stall out how you want it to yeah. be. How you want to trade. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And you've got well, we these kind of say, put your prices up, don't we? Put your prices up. You want to yeah, start doing you, see, you can't do that if you're selling other people's products. If you're selling other people's products, you can't. You can't do that. But no, yet still, that's what you can still, do. You could do offers around products that you do have that you you know that you more margin on. I mean, yeah. your friend with the fishing business. I mean, that's a classic yeah, one. Yeah. He he knows the certain products he has to recruit. You know, from other brands, he has yeah. to have certain products that he buys in from other people, yeah. and he, you know, he doesn't make much money on those, but he uses them as lead generation products, and then he makes his margin on the other products that go with it, like the little yeah. fishing box and the, you know, the fishing line and all those sort of things, and he puts offers his, around those. His ears will be burning. His ears will be burning. He came on and did it. He came on and did a podcast. And his wife listened to it and she says, why are you just giving, giving your competitors a playbook? And I said to him, even if you give them the secrets, they still will not clone you. People don't. Even if it's right in front of them, they will not take it and they will not do it. And they will not do it because it, it's uh, there's actually a story in the book 
from Monish about shameless cloning. And if it's not people's idea, they will, even if they can see something successful, they just don't want to do it for some reason. And uh, I think we, you and I have made a lot of money from basically <laughs> shamelessly cloning, cloning people's models, standing on the, well, the shoulders of giants. And... idea in our mouth, in our, in our lives. No, Why true. would you? Stupid. No, no. Just look at what's working. It looks what's working. You do it. You implement it. You improve it. You don't want to start. It's like design. I mean, you 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 start your your career in the design. And when I've ever done design, and I've just gone right, I'm going to go and design a website. It looks dreadful if I just do it from scratch. But if I go and like look around the internet and go, well, I like that, like that. I'll go. I'll take that that design, and now yeah. I'm going to start from that point, and I'm going to de- well, like, um, we, develop we, a website. And we still do this today we, we, when we sit down with the the design team for the you know the e-commerce digital designers you know i ban i say if you start with a blank canvas in front of you you've got you know photoshop or you know illustrate whatever you're using if you start with nothing you know i'll i don't send them home but I, i'll come over and i'll you know i'll give them i'll, I'll give them a, a you know a chat because it's like you cannot start with a blank canvas you have to base it around things that already exist and if someone then thinks that a site looks really nice, it's had a lovely feel to it, it's because they've, they've seen it somewhere before. And that's how art moves. You, it's based on something that you have a preconceived I, I, you know, idea about what, it's, what it looks like. So it has to be based on things that already exist in order for people to feel a certain way about it. Mm, mm, and yeah. you know, that's what they did. They never, yeah, never stopped. Hey, it was massively drifting off topic now. We should stop. Two. Anyway, reason to buy today. I think we've covered it, to be honest. I think it's about having, sitting there, thinking, what are you going to have? Creating a, uh, a calendar so that you always have a reason to buy today, always on your store at every point. So there's always something, for some reason, if someone comes to the website that day in three months' time and wants to buy something, there is a reason that that person should buy today. And... You then have a calendar and you roll those out and you start doing that and you have, you know, there's a reason to email. And um, I think the other thing, you know, when we mention offer architecture, people go, oh, it's just offers, it's just discounts, it's just, it's not. The offer architecture is about um, your whole offer, offering, your whole offering of yeah. the reason to buy today, your value, your, um, your job to be done. It's like that whole reason in the conversation, it's like your elevator pitch for your product to be able to get yeah. that product into that person's hands. And so you've got to plan that. And then the offer architecture should tie back to the life that your target customer is leading. So let's say you'd sell to people who are very into knitting, right? And if people are into really into knitting, then they are going to, and if people who are like really into it, they'll be knowing that there's maybe maybe two or three big knitting events around the world every year you would want to tie your offer architecture to that show even if you had nothing to do with that show let's say there's a little Vegas knit off i don't know you know where where all the best knitters from around the world come and do a knitting competition and it's huge like you would want to do offer architecture based around that knit off becoming off because that's what your customers are thinking about and in their mind oh, they want to be part incredible. of it just two yeah. things. It's, it does two things. It, it makes you your business look more credible, so you get the trustworthiness, and also it ties it it ties the offer into into something that's specific. 
so it looks more genuine yeah. doesn't it yeah, really, it looks so, like you're 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 part of the community. Yeah. You're going, oh, they know that the community's doing this, so oh, they're part of it. So because we're all doing, and, we're all, even if we aren't going, we're thinking about it. I know, and 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 I think I would go. It would go without saying that this, the offer architecture, is the single. If you've got a business that's okay, doing a couple of million, you know, you've got the foundations right. But the offer architecture has often been the single biggest change that we've seen to revenue growth mm. you know and 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 that's not just a couple of one offs this is this is a consistent thing that we'll often look at that offering architecture how it's positioned and how it's mm. communicated and how it all gets tied together that's the thing that we've seen really scales businesses online e-commerce businesses and what does yes. it do it proves the conversion rate dramatically which improves your return on ad spend which allows you to buy traffic much more profitably so it allows you to spend more and still be profitable and that's how you grow yeah how you scale. And i think i think what i was talking i just realized that that was hit the, the, the nail on the head that if you see a store in the high street that's just discounting without any reason you think that oh they're going out of business they're struggling you know it's it's they're doing it because they need to and okay it's over but if you see, and a lot of people do it all the time, they just go, oh, 20% off, but they don't have any reason. If you tie that reason, the reason why that you're having an offer to something that is happening in your consumer's mind, it suddenly takes that offer and turns it into more of a party atmosphere. And they go, ooh, they're doing that because they're excited about the fact that it's Glastonbury. Uh, you know, it's like it suddenly yeah. becomes, oh, this company's well, also, not going out of business. They're doing is- it because they're, 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 they're f- having fun and there's entertainment. Yeah, they're having fun. But also, if there's no reason why the offer is there, and, and you think that you, you, they can come back in two weeks' time, the offer's still going to be there. So it, it yeah. completely makes the offer architecture pointless. Because, well, I might as well come back later, then there's always going to be an offer here. So the, the, one of the simplest things to do is to make the offer time-bound. So you could say things like, this weekend, there's an offer this weekend. Because yeah. it feels like, oh, this week's offer, you know, this week only. They're just something... I mean, yes. But why? But why? Well, that, that weekend. Well, yes. There's well, got to be a reason but, why. But hang on. What we want to do is give is is give people an easy way of implementing something because what you've said is quite complicated. I agree with you, but it takes a lot what of organising. Because you've got to like, go find events throughout the year. You've got to tie them all together. All your marketing messages, your emails, your 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 banner, your banner abandonment, your email abandonment stuff, your remarketing on Facebook. You know, your 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 homepage. It's a lot of work to do that. Do it. It's great. Mm. But the next step down from that, which won't be as good, but it'll be much better than probably not doing what you're doing now, which probably has no mm. offer architecture or no reason to buy now, is to do a time-bound one that talks mm. about this the weekend or bank holiday weekends and weekends and, and, and give people a natural you know, I area yeah. and you can finish what I used to do when I was running, when I was running it myself, I knew that I was always going to have, I don't know, 25% off offer. And I would on my abandonment emails and all my Facebook stuff that follow up, they would have the 25% offer, but it wouldn't mention the reason why. But then on my email that I actually had to manually craft, I would always lead with a reason why I was having that 25% offer or whatever. And what I used to do is I used to sit down with the calendar I used to sit down with the events and just for a day, go and look at what was coming up in the year, 
for that target market. I'd be looking for like silly little things around the world, having excuses when it was pe when it was like the owner's birthday and stock tech sales and um, maybe there was like an Easter egg hunt or, you know, and it doesn't take that long to kind of create that calendar. No, you could do it in an afternoon, couldn't you? Yeah. 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 And yeah, well, and that's well, what it's good. I mean, I've done that for years. I've done that for years. I remember doing it right back ten years ago for when Brook Taverner first came on board. So I used to go to go and find things that uh, 40, uh, 50 year old men would uh, be enjoying around the UK for the rest of the it must year. Be very easy for you now, Mark. That's <laughs> easy. <laughs> so, well, what am I doing? Well, we're sitting in the house wearing slippers. <laughs> Festival. <laughs> The slipper festival. Yeah. Yeah. And then the knitting. Knitting festival. Yeah. Knitting's really big, apparently. There's someone who's just come onto the, the group. She says, well, the uh, more, the, the, I think the more passionate people get about it, the easier it is to tie, tie it all together. Because people get really yeah. emotional about and things like gardening and, and things. You know, yeah. crabs, you know, people have debates to, you know, what, what, you know, the water temperature that you would water your rhododendron bush with and things like that, you know, it, it's just amazing how emotional people get about it all. So it's, for yes. those businesses like that, it's dead easy to tie it all together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas it's, it's more difficult if you're, if you're selling, uh, like, casters and wheels for trolleys and things like that, it becomes a bit harder. Well, but I think it's a bit different for, yeah, for, you know, problem-solving rational purchase. I think it becomes more about scarcity. You know, you've got yeah. a job to do. You've got to buy these casters for this job. God, you know. Guarantees, those kind yeah, of things. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was, yeah, ne it, you know, always in stock, always next day. You know, that was that was the key, yeah. you know, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, it's going to yeah. go. And that's what the thing, if you were in a physical shop on the high street, you could see people buying stuff and, you, and you'd be like, oh, God, everyone's buying that. Got to get that, yeah. and it's yeah. and I don't, you know, and it's it's getting that, it's making that feel, making it feel like that in a, in a way that sits with your brand. You mm. Know? Mm. Anyway, we're prattling on for forty-one it's minutes talk for ages. I know, but it, to be honest, if anything, <laughs> if anything, this is one of the most important ones because you can you you can you can take something that doesn't sell, a site that's really not selling very well. And put the reason to buy today onto it with a good offer architecture and you can breathe life into it. And so, you know, please listen to this, please action this and then let us know how you get on, because um, this this could be this could transform your business. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. If you haven't got our book, go and grab our book at www.ecommercebook.co.uk or uh, the other place for people outside the UK is book.hammersleybrothers, which is Hammersley with two M's, uh, hammersleybrothers.com. Uh, and uh, you can buy the book in US dollars on that site and that can get your uh, journey started. Um, people are giving us a lot of feedback. We're selling a lot of books all over the world and uh, we're building a really nice community around it. So uh, please join us and uh, we will speak to you next time.